An Eichel backhander on goal save. Rebound, they score! Barbashev in front. 7-1 Golden Knights. The party is on in Las Vegas. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studio and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. What has happened here has been simply incredible. Not only is Vegas a hockey town, it's a championship town. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your home for access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here are your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard, Chris Chapman, live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215. Home of the... Jack Eichel. Jack's listening. Happy ha- birthday. Happy birthday, Jack. It's awesome. Big celebration. Yeah, happy birthday, Jack. And and unlike most people on their birthday, Jack actually gave someone else a gift today. It was uh, it was great around the City National Arena today uh, with uh, Jack reaching out and uh, taking care of, uh, of some kids in around the Las Vegas Valley. We'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, Jack, a Stanley Cup champion, celebrating mm. his birthday and he's 26 years old. Wow. Oh, to be 26 again. I was just going to say. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> I mean, that means I'm, I'm 18 years older than Jack Eichel. Like, I'm it's, a, it's I'm crazy. Ele- I'm 11 years older than Jack Eichel, and that's too much can for we, me. Can we give Jack some, some time to enjoy his birthday without you guys one-upping his birthday? I don't think we're, we're, we're on a, one-upping no, we're, we're, we're making it about we're, you. We're congratulating him Jack's on being birthday. young. Being don't young. Make, don't make it vibrant all about you guys. Oh, geez, I feel like birthday. I feel we're going to, like, go down no. a selky rabbit hole right no. now. Yeah. <laughs> well, you no, we don't want that. We don't want that. How dare you get an award? You guys are taking the shine off Jack's birthday. It's not about you. Happy it's birthday, Jack. Jack. Yeah, happy birthday, Jack Eichel. Great, Thought uh, it was awesome. Great cake yeah. today. And Garrett Calloway was able to uh, bring up some of Jack's birthday cake to oh. Positivity Alley. And we, Thank you. Oh, I appreciate yeah. you bringing it in for us. Well, well, well no, to be fair. Really nice. There is no chance that cake yeah. was getting anywhere near the studio. You know why? Because we'd all be fired. Exactly. There's a break room right there. Yeah, but the, the, prob- the problem is the salespeople and the FM people would get their fingers into the cake before the the real stars of Lotus Broadcasting. Oh, you're talking about the other staffers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're the like people, vultures. The people that just come out of nowhere yeah, as pe- soon as there's free food around. People you don't see for months. Yeah. Like, oh, there's cake. <laughs> Circling like vultures. You know they feel the same way about you. No, Chapman. No, I don't care. Chapman, 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 Chapman. <laughs> Listen, you bring the cake in here. Yes. You bring... Two pieces, one for me, one for Chapman. Darren's already eaten his. Yeah. And then you just say, hey, guys, I've got cake. Meet me in the break room. We just go to the break room. We eat the cake. And it's not a big deal. Yeah, but We're not eating it in here. We're not going to get in trouble for it. The one problem with that is we would have had dead air, which is not an uncommon occurrence on this show. But it it does actually doesn't seem to be a problem Mallard was here 20 minutes ago. Oh. He showed up early today. Wow. There's, yeah, this is usually Johnny come lately, like two minutes before no, we go on the He's air. all hopped up on the cake. There's yeah. no issue with dead air on, on this broke <laughs> radio station. That's that's not an issue. Now that he's worried about it. That does not get in the way of anything. So 26 Certainly not years cake. Old, Jack Eichel is just past his mid-20s now. Mm-hmm. The, on the backside of his mm-hmm. mid-20s. Mm-hmm. Do you think he was older? Well, I mean, No. Not I really. I, I look at Jack and think that he's older than 26, that he carries himself, he plays, 
uh, he performs older than 26. I, I think that, I mean, he's a mature guy, but he's been in the limelight for, you know, his entire career. He's been mm-hmm. in the limelight since he was 18, but I still think that I have a decent enough grasp on like how things work in terms of time, relatively speaking, that I, I didn't, ex- I don't, I don't view Jack as like, you know, a, a grizzled 30 year old veteran or anything like no, that. But if, if you would have told me yesterday, hey, Jack's 25. I thought he was older and not just by one day. Like tomorrow he's going to be 26. So yeah, it's, he's older. I, I was, well, uh, I would, I mean, feel, he's, he's going to, he's going to be 27 I've in spent, two days. I've spent uh, uh, enough time with him where I'm like, ah, I just felt he was older. Okay. Older than that. You speed up birthdays or like I, I it, do. or the day that you celebrate it is the day I, that it, it is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It is. Okay. Got it. It uh, it is, but uh, anyway, I just happy to, birthday, just Jack. What is this uh, speeding up stuff? This uh, Jack uh, Jack Eichel uh, birthday celebrations that uh, that is taking place on October twenty eighth. Yeah, <laughs> you really got to keep track of dates. I know, Jack Eichel. We had the, we had the birthday cake today. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Do you know what today is? The date today? Yeah. But we had the celebration. Right, today. right. That's that's the point. Yeah. Like, I know. yeah. He you celebrate your birthday. Not if it's not on the actual day of your birthday, the day that you celebrate it, that's the day that it is. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember what month Darren's birthday is, but it's it's for. I I, have, I know sake, I know it's, nothing it's, about Darren's I, birthday. April. I, I, no, no, I I know that he his birthday's on the weekend, but yeah. the the fact that it was celebration today, we, yeah. we they sang every, him happy birthday today. It was a big uh, moment. Did for you Jack sing? Today. Uh, no, but I was just down the hall. Uh, I know, Why didn't I know you sing? Yeah. You ate words. the birthday cake and you didn't yeah, sing? Yeah. Nope. This that's guy. irresponsible. Yeah. Ah, that's, a, that's a lazy move, man. Yeah, it's more planned. selfish. I mean, we've heard him sing before. It's probably for the best. <laughs> yeah, it's true. What did he sing? Star Spangled Banner? <laughs> Not so, well. <laughs> yeah, he tempted to sing it. <laughs> we are right in the middle of Jack's prime yep. right now. Mm-hmm. Like, this is. When did you guys feel at the point of your life where you felt like. You were an adult where you were like a real grown up. 25, 26, I think you're still in the mix of being young. 27? Mm-hmm. You're, you're grown up. But I, I think there's a significant difference, as weird as it sounds, between 26 mm-hmm. or 25 and 27. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think that, you know, personally, I, I would say that I started to feel like an actual adult. Around 28, 29, yeah. like that, thereabouts. And, and that is still kind of up in the air, to be honest with you. Uh, there's days where I wake up right now where I don't feel much like an adult. But uh, I would say the, 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 the turning point, the prime, whatever you want to call it, to me, occurred somewhere in the 28, 29 year. When yeah. I think of Jack Eichel, I think second overall pick, mm-hmm. uh, top prospect, a young player finding his way in the National Hockey League. And has blossomed, but I still think of him as that up and comer. Mm. As of next week, he's Jack Eichel, veteran National Hockey League player. I don't think of him as top prospect anymore or uh, developing top you don't, talent. You don't I view think him, him as, with. I think of him as veteran National Hockey League guy now. Do you, do you feel the same way about Austin Matthews? Uh, nope, nope. Austin, I still see as. That yeah, next level. Uh, Is that Connor, the difference between winning and losing? No, no. It's just 
25 to 27. Yeah, time. Where, what age you are. You just, you transition into that part of your career, your development. You can't still be the second overall pick when you're 27. Like Taylor Hall isn't the first overall pick. <laughs> well, he has also got a heart trophy. Taylor Hall, so. Taylor Hall is <laughs> playing on a, national hockey league. Playing player. on another team with a first like overall at some pick. Point, <laughs> at, at some point, you transition from from all of those expectations mm-hmm. to being a guy in, that's playing. Mark Stone, guy that's playing. Sure. Yeah, I, like I, I'm with you. Like it's how time works. Chapman seems to not not be on the same page though. No, I'm just listening to the conversation. I'm, I'm not. I don't have an opinion. They're seven, one way they're or seven the other. and zero, Chapman. Yeah, that's this all is, that matters. This is where we are. Seven and zero birthday this weekend. Let's do it. McDavid, same thing. Mc, McDavid gets into this age group where you're in the back half of your twenties. Uh-huh. You are no longer Connor, the rising star. You're Connor. Being Connor, your Connor perennial like, hundred and forty point the guy. Kid, yeah, at some point we always call him Sid the Kid, <laughs> but it's, there is a there is a point during Sid's career mm-hmm. where an announcer started saying, "Sid the Kid, well, he's not a kid anymore." Yeah, probably about twenty seven, twenty eight, right? Mm-hmm. Really, that that far into his career though? Oh yeah, really? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, now, granted, he's Sid the adult now, but. You know, the, I mean, that's what we're saying. I, I, I feel like it would have been a lot sooner than like 27 for him. No, it was like 27, 28. To be honest, like it might have even been past the 30s. It's, he's, it's where it's where real life actually runs parallel used to, with with sports. Yeah. Well, his where real life we, ran parallel we, the day he lifted his first Stanley Cup. We, we become we become adults feeling like we're grownups in our mid to late 20s. Yeah. Where, it's such an awful feeling. And and athletes are the same thing, where they go from being lauded top prospects to players, veteran players. Now they're still appreciated at different levels because of how their talent shakes out, but you become you you're looked at differently, you're uh, treated differently in the sense of where your hierarchy is in the room your ranking you have you have more say because well look at jack jack's 27 now jack's connor's late 20s you know okay so this is really weird and i'm not sure why this sparked for me but i almost view nathan mckinnon as younger than jack eichel yeah and he's not He's not. McKinnon's already 28 years old. Like, that's that's kind of a weird sensation because even though Nathan McKinnon has won, even though he has kind of lived up to and exceeded expectations that, that I think a lot of people placed on him, for whatever reason, I view Nathan McKinnon as younger than he is. But, you know, for, for Jack, the, maturi- the maturity and, and kind of where he's, where he's come, and maybe it's just being around him on a day-to-day basis. Maybe that's why it, it's it's a little different for me, but I, I find that interesting as I'm looking through it and going through it and I think diving you have, into you have to dis- You have to know the age mm-hmm. to be able to really have this concept take hold. I, I don't know everybody's age in the National Hockey League. Sure. But 
when you tell me, I'll go, oh, I'll look, look at that guy a little differently. Now, Nathan McKinnon is, is an interesting example because there is the side of Nathan McKinnon who is Sidney Crosby's unofficial little brother. Yes. Right? Yeah. Same hometown. Yep. And 100%. Excellent. Uh, and uh, they've, they've mirrored each other's careers. One respective Stanley Cups. So you always look in a way as Nathan being Sid's junior. So he's always going to be the younger guy. The little brother. Right. Yeah. So I, I can see where yeah. that would take hold for you. That that legitimately surprised me right now. That Nathan McKinnon is a year now, do you, older. Now you know he's 28. Are you thinking, well, eh. he's an older guy. Kind of fits. Veteran guy. Yeah, fits. You're in the, you're 28. Yeah. You're in the backside. Sure. So now factor that into the clock that's ticking in Edmonton. Uh-huh. Like Jack's won his. Yep. Jack's had the wind come through and clear out all the clouds. It's sunny in Jack's world right now. The sun is shining today. <laughs> For Connor McDavid, same age, mm -hmm. hasn't got to a final. Nope. No, Jack did it all at once. So there's nothing saying that he can't take care of things in swift fashion. But that gives you an idea when you start f taking everything into account when it comes to our mortality mm -hmm. as humans or as an athlete. Sure. That there's... Pressure, and the sand is. You're starting to see it drop a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it's. I don't want to say time to panic at all, but you are looking at a a prime window of Connor McDavid and Leon Drysidle, and I'm th I'm throwing Drysidle into the mm -hmm. fold there too, um, resulting in a Western Conference Final appearance and no Stanley Cups, and it's possible that you. Don't get there. It's possible you do not get to a Stanley Cup final with McDavid and Dreisaitl in their prime. That's absolutely possible. And for the Edmonton Oilers, like that has to be something where you look at it and you, you, you've you got, you know, at least Dreisaitl under contract for another season beyond this one. You've got McDavid uh, for another couple. Like you've got to find a way to maximize the, the years remaining in their prime and under contract because – you're right. Like you, you start to think about Connor McDavid in, in in this in this viewpoint as you know 26 years old, kind of perpetually until he's not, and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, Connor's got less years left in the league than he's already played. So Connor will be 27 hmm? if he's if he's not. I'm not sure when Connor's birthday is. Is it August? It will be in January, January 13th. So is he already 27? He is 26. He is okay. a little bit younger than Jack Eichel. Leon Dreisaitl turns 28 tomorrow. Oh, look at that. Why are you so pissy, Leon? Hmm? Why are you so pissy? So well, we know why now. If you go, if you go best case, mm -hmm. not best case, but you're stretching 10 more years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's 38, and Connor will be 36. Mm -hmm. 
that's that's easy. But they're roughly the same age. And and late birthday or early birthday, whatever you call it, the, the whole thing about hockey age uh, compared to being real age. You know that that hockey, yeah, the hockey yeah. calendar is so bizarre. How people really want <laughs> what, January. What you are on July first is what you are. But yeah, it's 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 insane how people will really really root for a January baby mm-hmm. compared to a December baby. Sure, yeah, exactly. When, when it, if, <laughs> if you're part of a hockey family because of what happens uh, with, with that birthday. But if you're, if you're talking 10 more years, mm-hmm. which is great if it happens, but there's not a lot of 38-year-old guys playing in the National Hockey League. Or thirty-seven-year-old guys playing in the National Hockey League, right? You've got the most, let's say, ten. Mm-hmm. That's not a lot. It is, and, and at some point, there's diminishing returns. Mm-hmm. When does that happen with a Connor McDavid, a Leon Draisaitl, a Jack Eichel, a player like that, a Nathan McKinnon? When when does that happen? It's different than with a Warren Fogle. Sure. Or a uh, player that can play a different role. Mm-hmm. So if you're, if you, then you get into that area, are you six more years in your prime? Like, what's a superstar? How much does the window extend for a superstar, a star player in the National Hockey League? Where where does if a regular player is in his prime at twenty seven, mm-hmm. are we twenty six, twenty seven? Yeah, I'm I'm there. Okay, twenty six. Let's that, go. Twenty six. You're, you're twenty six is prime. Yeah, twenty six to for a regular player, thirty, thirty, maybe thirty one, maybe, but thirty is probably more accurate. So what does the window of a for a NHL superstar, where does the window of their the prime of their career extend? Is it two more years? Is it three more years? Ovi's unique. Uh, Sid's unique, but Sid's not in his prime. He's not in his prime, but he's still good. Still I'm talking really prime. good. I'm talking prime. Well, I wouldn't. I would argue that Ovi's not in his prime either. Yeah, but he's still putting up forty to fifty goals. That's that's the, where the I I. I draw the the difference with with Ovi because it, it's it's a more one dimensional skill set kind of thing. What if the prime ends at thirty for a regular player? Mm-hmm. Where does it end for a star player? I'll give him three more years. All right. By the way, so thirty three. So now, what are you looking at? You're looking at for Drysaddle like five more years, right? McDavid seven. So your window, yeah. And, and really, McDavid is well. He's unique. Is, is six years because of the the birthday thing. That's right. But, but so you're five or six years left of that being in the prime. Mm-hmm. That's not a lot of time left. No. Given, I didn't expect them to win. In Connor's first couple of years, but from twenty-one on, that window was open, and you now you've used five years of it. Mm-hmm. That's why the relief on 
Jack's face was so effusive mm-hmm. back on on June thirteenth. Yeah, I, I mean, again, it's it it you know that you've got a finite window. You know that you have a a certain amount of time, and even that can be uncertain because there's so many things that can happen in, in this game. But you know that as a professional in this league, you've got a determined amount of time. And for Jack, just to get to the playoffs, that took a long long time. time. But then to be able to go through it, to be on a team like the Golden Knights, to get the job done, now every time you kind of go back into that situation, one, you already know what it's about. You, You know what it takes to win. But if it doesn't, if you fall short... The pressure of having to live up to that expectation, the pressure of coming through and, and delivering a championship, it's off your shoulders now. Well, the, now, the, now it's about the next one. It hurts to win. What it takes to win, you know those things. And maybe you are sacrificing everything. But at some point, you enter a stage of your career where you come up short, again, if you haven't won. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're talking about with Edmonton compared to Jack and, and the Vegas Golden Knights. You come up short and you you stop saying, well, go get them next year. And you start looking at the calendar. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, I'm running out of these. And that ramps up the pressure even more. We we know what happens in if you if you're a little bit late driving around town, what happens? And you get anxious mm-hmm. and you get that same thing happens with, with professional athletes, Chapman. By the way, one 40-year-old player in the NHL today, do you know who it is? One 40-year-old player. I have the, the eight oldest players in front of me. Can I have five minutes to think about that? <laughs> I, I will not look it up. No. I, I mean, yeah, 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 sure. I, I just want to rack my brain on this. Okay. One 40-year-old player. One forty-year-old, one thirty-nine-year-old, and six thirty-eight-year-olds. Huh. Really? Yes. I know Corey Perry's in one of those three groups. He is not. What? Yeah. What? The eight oldest players in the league. How many goalies? One. Mark Andre Fleury. That is correct. Yeah. Couple guys with the Dallas Stars. Mm-hmm. Stop it! Well, I want to guess, but they're not. Oh, okay. Oh, so okay. Joe Pavelski. Yeah, Jamie Ben. Yeah. No, no. Oh, wait, what? Well, you, let, I, let, I, I can't let, give you any let, more hints. No, give it. Give us five minutes to talk about it. <laughs> okay. Corey <laughs> Perry is just not old enough. He's not in his thirty eighth year. And, and yet. here, here's the crazy thing: of all these guys on the list, not a lot of Stanley Cups. Okay, you said eight guys. Eight guys are thirty eight or over. Yes. Corey Perry's 38. And we have, we have, did he just turn 38, though? He's 38 in like 163 days. Okay. And this, 130, no, and 163 oh, This days. was published on October 11th by BetMGM. Anyway, huh. So we got eight guys, 38 or over. Yes. And we've named two of them. So we, but we don't have the, four, the only 40 year old. Correct. Hmm. If your list is right. 
It's, which, it's which, not my list. It's Bet which, MGM's which, list. Which Wallace has already called into question. I, I didn't publish the list. Take it up with Bet MGM. I'm okay, just you saying. You can't keep mentioning them to try and get you off the list. <laughs> I'm just saying. When you use this as a source. You put your name on it. I'm putting their name on it. You They're the ones put, who published it. Hey, you let me use this as your source. You put your name on it. So me, you and the guys over there, yes. the people over there, are going to have to own this. One 40-year-old. One 40-year-old. Let, and let me ask a seven question. Others that are okay. Is the 40 year old an everyday player? Yes. Well, huh. What do you think? He was like a middle reliever? I, I'm saying that you could be in and out of the lineup. It's incredibly possible. Could be a goalie. If you're. No, we already answered the goalie thing. Oh. Only one. Only one goalie. Yeah. Only one goalie. Huh. I kind of knew that one, though. But that, that we only got one goalie. Okay. So you were wondering if it, if it was a skater or a goalie? Is More that what or you're less. thinking? Yeah. So now go through your, your head, and you're trying to while also doing a live radio program to the entire world. Yeah, well. So the more you Chapman talk right now, us. the more you talk right now, the better I'm going to be able to get my head around this because I'll be able to think at it. But I can't think and talk at the same time. There's no way that that's going to happen. <laughs> I will and say, if, the and if you can, and if you can, good on you. you the know, multitasking is not a thing. Has like, played six it's, games. It's, it's not a real thing. There's no. Oh, it's just a a theory, multitasking. Mark Giordano. Will you, stop, will you stop it? Boom! I got it. Will you stop? No, that's illegal. What's you talking about? It's illegal. Totally, it's totally I said illegal. he played six oh games. Oh my gosh! Ryan asked oh me gosh. if he's an everyday player. I said he's played six games. It's Mark Giordano. It's, you were bested by me. I'm sorry. Totally it illegal. happens. <laughs> I I lay down the requirements, the rules. No more hints. And you, you didn't give a, me. What's you, that? How is that a hint? It does not matter. He gave out a hint. That you got the answer right after it's voided. There was no hint. I will. I will say this. I think three. you guys will get the the seven. I don't think you'll get the eighth. So, once again, do you have the ability? I don't. I don't. I don't I'm care. I just wanted to get the one before Darren. <laughs> do you I, have that? Listen, I'm. I'm. We got to take a break because we've got a guest coming up. So okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> I, I, there's no thing. <laughs> A, a, a friend of mine. And he plays for Toronto too. Like yeah. you think Johnny Canada would know this, <laughs> Mister Maple Leaf over here. Oh boy, you have the ability to be quiet. <laughs> you just choose not I'm to use the mic it. Off. That that's basically what it what it comes down to. Mark I'll, Giordano I'll, just I'll, ruined Darren's day. I'll tell you who said that next when we bring in uh, my buddy Doobie, Devin Dubinick from the NHL Network, coming up on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Chris Chapman trying to uh, funnel out his uh, facts right now. It's it's not going well for him, and he's throwing more at us. Apparently, Pablo Dorofia's birthday today. I did not know that. I will double-check that to make sure it's uh, accurate. Uh, here's uh, Devin Dubnik from the NHL Network, who joins us on Fox Sports Las Vegas with the VGK Insider Show. Uh, when's your birthday? Doobie, are you there? He's six. Yeah, you got me? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you, don't, don't worry. It's not you. It's us. It's... Okay. Chapman got distracted. Uh, the operator got distracted <laughs> because he's he's trying to answer phones when he shouldn't be answering phones, and and we 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 missed it. But uh, when was your birthday again? I, I didn't hear the uh, May May fourth, nineteen eighty six. All right. When when did you start to feel like you were on, uh, like you were a veteran player? You were on the the not the backside, but you were established and you were in the in the prime of your career. When is that? Uh, definitely after many, um, you know, everything was kind of going, we were pretty young at Edmonton, but, uh, I mean, I guess not 
compared to today's standards. But, um, you know, everyone knows the whole career story. I kind of uh, fell in the toilet there and then um, signed in Arizona and went to Mini and probably, you know, went on that, that run in Mini. And then, uh, so I guess, you know, 20, that was 28 when I signed, I believe, uh, with Minnesota, 28 or 29. So right around that 30, 30 years old mark. And then, uh, man, it happens quickly. All of a sudden, you know, in San Jose, in my last year in San Jose and in, in Colorado, I'm sitting there with Makar and, and Bo Byram having dinner and, and realizing that I was like nine. Uh, no, it was, I was, I played my first game in junior as a 15 year old when these, like before these guys were born. Wow. And I was like, okay, this is gross now. Because <laughs> we were talking about how, how it, uh, like Jack, it, it's his birthday this weekend, 27, uh, and, uh, or 28, uh, and he's now at, at that stage where you're a veteran player, you're no longer the up and coming star in the National Hockey League, but he's won his cup. And, and in Edmonton, they're similar age, 28, 29, uh, and you're looking at, instead of you're having fun, you're looking at the, the sand come out of the hourglass. Yeah, uh, I mean, I yeah, they're probably I would say halfway. Um, with I mean, with that talent level, special space probably played till like forty five. But um, yeah, it, it, it's changed, and you don't. It's one thing you don't really think about. It just kind of happens. Yeah, it, like a snap. And then you look around, right? and you're like, oh yeah, I'm not. You know, you, you're so used to being the young guy, and then all of a sudden you're not. I was never the young guy. <laughs> you know that. Yeah. I was, I've been old forever. Uh, Devin Dubin is with us uh, from the NHL Network to join us. Where are you flying off to? Uh, back home to Minnesota. So I just came out for a few days um, out to New Jersey to do the NHL Network stuff. And I just kind of do it once a month. How do you pop like out the, here and pop back. How do you like the new uh, casual setup that you got going? Love it. Absolutely love it. It's actually been a really fun show. I mean, it's, yeah. it, it takes a little bit of getting used to because for the longest time you show up and in suit and tie, and then, you know, you're going to the studio in, in casual clothes, and you feel like you forgot something. Um, but the show's been a ton of fun. I think they've done a really good job of just changing the feel, and they, they had a really good strategy and, and kind of vision for the show. And even since even since the first ones, I was on I was on one of the first couple shows. And even since then, you can, you know, the more of us that are on there, you can kind of feel it evolving into what they want it to be, and that's more of a laid-back, Tell stories, you know, don't need to talk about last night, don't need to talk about tomorrow. Let's let's get these guys loosened up and just have some fun conversations and, and get the people to, to know these, these guys, the interviews, especially as as people and, and not necessarily just giving us canned answers about hockey the night before. Yeah, I've been down that road a couple of times with uh, with Sportsnet. We did different looks. And uh, the one thing that uh, I'll tell you right now, because we all got busted on it, is the the area that you got to be most conscious of when you go casual mm-hmm. and you're sitting on the chairs and you relax is the bottom of your shoes have to be clean because you're not used to yeah. people being able to yep. see the bottom of your <laughs> shoes. Like You never think about it. Uh, and there will be a day right. where one of you gets caught be- with something on the bottom of your shoes. That's amazing. Yes. So... Fortunately, I, uh, when I played, I, I wore Bauer stuff. And, you know, everybody's got different endorsement deals and stuff with the equipment. And Bauer happened to be with Nike. And I was with Bauer my whole career. So I, I was able to, I always was able to get, I've been a big shoe guy since I was a little kid. So I was able to get a whole bunch of shoes from Nike. I have so many pairs of, like, Jordans and stuff that I've never worn. 
So this is perfect because now I get to break all of these out right out of the box. So I don't have to worry about what's on the bottom because these things have been in the garage for years and I've never had a reason to wear them. Do they still have the paper stuffed in them? Like you, you, you pull oh, the, the ones, the ones I wore yesterday had the paper in them. I went to oh. take them out and I, I had to pull the, pull the paper out. Yeah. That's so good. Do the I, laces and everything. I just, uh, I just went through five Jordans uh, last week just for the season uh, to try and uh, try the whole sneaker thing this year. And I was pulling out the paper all the time, and <laughs> I thought, boy, that's. Just, like, I don't wonder if people actually keep the paper in them when they when they go through the sneaker thing. And now I know, thanks to Devin Dubnik, this is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, Devin, Devin, let's take a look at. Um, Jack Hughes, because you see 17 points in six games. You see how impressive he's been so far to start the year. Like, do you get the sense of what this ceiling is for Jack Hughes? I just think he's he's realizing how how he's able to dominate. I think he realized it last year. We saw it last year, and now we're seeing it continue and continue to grow. Um, you know, he's obviously a guy that's got a ton of confidence, and for good reason. But he's just seeing his, I think he's, he's feeling those abilities to dominate and, and the things that he's capable of doing and that you just see the confidence growing in him and it's so fun to watch. I mean, he just drives that team and he's, he's a fun player to watch. He's a fun player to listen to. Uh, I've become a huge fan of him over the last year and a bit. And uh, it's just, it, it's super impressive to watch and he's a, he's an easy guy to root for. Doobie, he's on my podcast this week uh, on the trip with the NHL, and he is spectacular with uh, just his personality, the, the lingo, yeah, exactly. the slang. Like he just, he just makes he makes you feel young. He makes you feel excited, and he inspires you with with his passion for the game. Yep, it, exactly. And he's but he's just that, he, I love it because that's him. Like you, you can watch an interview. And listen to him and, and realize like that, you realize that's that guy. That's not a guy, you know, giving you a canned answer or, or being reserved. Like you feel like if you went and had a beer with him, that's the person you'd be sitting and having a beer with that's doing the interview after a game. And he's a big sneaker guy too. We talked about that. So it's coming <laughs> right. full circle with us. Right. So let's uh, let's move over to the the Western Conference and the Edmonton Oilers. Um, obviously, off to a rough start. No Connor McDavid for perhaps the next week to two weeks. Um, it, like in your estimation, how do the Oilers kind of fix their early season woes so that they're in a better position when McDavid does come back into the fold? Well, this is something that's been talked about. I think a lot with this team is the depth. Right? It's like you know without. After McDavid, it kind of falls off, and, and you know they've, they've management's been working to, to fill out the team, and I think that they have a great team, even beyond Connor. Now you can't replace Connor, so it's a big loss. But I think they need to look, especially some of the guys down the lineup, they need to look at this as a, as like a major opportunity to 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 thrive and to show that you know this this team is ready to win and this team does have depth. And they have this guy who wears number twenty nine, who's pretty good as well. That I think is going to do a good job of keeping them where they need to be, but it's it's one of those things. They don't. They're a great team. They're going to be in the postseason at the end of the year, but you just don't want to let it slide to a point where you need to put together nine or ten to get to where you want to be. It's it, especially with Connor out right now. It's Edmonton. There's a ton of pressure there. People, you know, they they they're quick to be negative. It's it, because they're expecting a lot out of this group, and so they just they just need to get on the right track, get the guys working, get the guys 
guys that are going to have an opportunity to play up in the lineup need to appreciate that and understand it's not going to stay when Connor comes back. So, so use it as an opportunity and just, just get on the right track so that they don't have to, they're not forced mid season to, to put together nine, 10 games in a row in order to get back in the hunt. You just got to stay in the mix here for a bit until Connor comes back. Devin Dubnik's with us on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas from the NHL Network, uh, flying back to Minneapolis, St. Paul. You uh, spent so many years in the National Hockey League on the charter flights. How do you adapt to flying commercial? It's it, it's not. It, it sucks. It does. No, it, <laughs> yes. It, it, it's just, I tell you, you get so, so, so spoiled on these charter planes. And, I mean, it's like that. It's, it's, it's better now because I'm more used to it. But, I mean, man, it, when you're playing and, and then it's the summer or something and you're, you're go, go somewhere with the family and you go to the airport, like you're just, you're so spoiled. And just pulling up to the bottom of the plane and walking on the plane and then walking off and having a bus waiting to pick you up. And that's it. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, I got to go there two hours before? Not, not 25 minutes before? Wait, what? So. I'm, I'm getting used. It's been long enough now that I'm getting used to it. But man, that, the, the flying charter—you you cannot beat it. That is one amazing perk of being a, a player in the NHL or I guess any, any uh, of the top leagues. But what bothers is, you more—the getting through security, having to get there early for that, or being in line at the gate? Uh just the just the total time. Of being there, really, um, you know, it's it's not like it just takes up so much more time in yes. your day. Whereas, like, I mean, when we had team flights, it was just like, oh, we're flying at two. Okay, um, I'll leave at one ten. Yeah, I'll leave the house at one ten, and I'll get there at one forty. You know, maybe not that tight, but like you're not far off. And now it's like, okay, we got to leave the house and a half before two fifteen before and then you get there and, and it's just the whole process not even the flying i mean the, the plane once you get on the plane you turn your movie on it's not as fun as playing poker with the guys but the, the actual flying is not that bad i find it's, it's the whole process of it so i'm going to throw one more hockey specific question your way Devin. uh connor bedard uh you know, a couple uh, weeks now in the league. What's impressed you about him? What's lived up to the hype uh, in your estimation when you've you've watched Connor play? Well, I just love I love that like how how much he stands out because he you know we know he's talked about for a good reason. But when you watch him, you know even he hasn't he hasn't blown up points wise. He's doing extremely well, especially for an eighteen year old kid points wise. Um, but when you watch him, like you notice him every single time he is on the ice, you notice him. And it doesn't matter what place he's making, you can just see it, that elite ability and, and it's fun to watch it. I mean, I don't know. It, you don't need me to tell you because everybody can see it. You look at how many people tuned into to his first game. He like broke a record or something on, on ESPN, didn't he? On how many yeah. people tuned into his first game. So the hype is there and the hype is real. And I just love, like I said, it doesn't matter. Even if he doesn't score, you notice every single time that guy hops boards. Devin Dudnick from the NHL Network. Uh, he's uh, got nothing on the bottom of his shoes. They're playing the alarm, that uh, the announcement that he's got to go catch his flight. Uh, thanks for doing this, buddy. Great catching up with you last year in the Stanley Cup final, you and Amanda, uh, when we were in Florida. And uh, thanks for doing yep. this with us. Absolutely, guys. Anytime. There's uh, Doobie, uh, Devin Dudnick. Uh, 
one of our, our friends, a former goaltender in the National Hockey League. Mm-hmm. The old, uh, the old casual thing. It sounds fun. It actually ends up being like challenging a little bit. It's more more work than yeah. It's, I, than it's I actually would much, worse. I know what everybody's doing. <clears throat> you want to look casual, like everybody's just sitting there having a beer. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the NHL Network uh, has done a nice job with it, with the the three chairs and the loungers. You're not just lying down, but casual is harder to do than suit and tie. Were you like when you went casual? Were you kind of like banging the drum to go back to suit and tie? Mm, no, it was fun at the start. Yeah, but you're in this jeans and you had the you'd be still jeans had a jacket. Awesome. We we still wore like sports coats at the time. The, the NHL Network has done a a nice job of flexing the casual a little bit more. How many how many pairs of Jordans do you have right now? Ooh, right now probably five, four five. Or five. Yeah. Wow. And then some sneakers like from the skateboarder. The SB collection and oh wow that. yeah the, you're the, hip I, I don't I don't skateboard no but I like the shoes that'd be a problem for you yeah, yeah. There's, there's, so I, you're I, a poser well, yeah oh, I guess Chapman. so I guess so I don't buy the shoes to skateboard I will not allow a skateboard in my house what really? it's a rule wow why the, Grinch over here dangerous I let my kids do a lot of different you things. play hockey my you oldest, ride a bicycle my oldest goes to parkour she does a lot of like fun stuff. Parkour? But, What's yeah, parkour? Parkour is like... Uh, it's creatively acrobatics. getting from one place yeah. to another. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bouncing up walls or jumping off things. You really... Wait, you really don't know what parkour is? Never heard of it. Uh, but wow. but skateboarding? No chance. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate. That's a, uh, that's, and we live on a uh, sort of a hill, so I know exactly what's going to happen. My kids are going to end up in the neighbor's <laughs> garage down the street with the door closed, but they'll end up in the garage. I mean, that could happen on a like bike, Wiley though. Coyote. Like, why the skateboard? Down. Like, why are you so mad at a skateboard? <sighs> Dangerous, man. Yeah, what did Tony Hawk do to you, man? Yeah, well, I just have a lot of respect for the man's craft. Okay. A lot of respect. Uh, we've got the Hockey Parlay Contest coming up. We're going to give you three games. You pick the winners, and if you are successful, you'll walk off with $300. The first two contestants this year mm, didn't happen. No, it didn't. Now we're up to $300 as we add a hundy every week. You can be the contestant if you are the sixth caller to 702-876-1340. We will give you the games, and we will play the Mike Lee Minden Jewelers Hockey Parlay Contest next.